sit down boys if I get a treat for you fighting the fight when it comes to technology we are the knights of the kingdom of geekery we rise up when it comes to the challenge of discussing all this nerd knowledge we are the digital soup we are the digital soup we bring Alright everybody, welcome back to Digital Soup, the only podcast that just really, really wants to hang 10 with Nick Fury, if you guys know what I'm talking about here. Hang 10? Want to hang 10 with Nick Fury. What? Well, Tony I know- Stark has his uh, surfboard, dude. Hmm. Oh Tony man, Stark I'm going has- way too deep here for you. Yeah, that's that's deep, deeper than your tweet. Way too deep. Well, you know, real MCU fans out there will understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Are we Thank still you. in the five seconds of silence? All right, everybody. Well, my name is Jason, and joining me in the virtual studio, those two lug nuts that had no idea what I was talking about there, that's Adam and usually Dave. Yep. What's, uh, what's been going on this week for you guys? Oh, a couple things, I guess. One, uh, <laughs> are you going to tell us? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll tell you, I guess. He's just um, going to leave us hanging. No, no, no. I, I started another podcast because. No, you uh, didn't. Yeah, no way. I did. What's, what's this one called? It's called um, Adventures and Curiosity. And what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one is called Yesterday's Sci-Fi, and it is. Basically, audiobook phenomenal. style readings of old sci-fi stories, old old stories. It is a phenomenon too. It's a phenomenon. Oh, I, I do, phenomenal. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, okay. phenomenal, and it's a phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> oh, now I do have to say, Adam. No, I've only got uh, maybe about ten minutes into the story, but I do have to say, I really enjoyed your intro. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked how you it made it all old timey sounding at the beginning of your intro, and then uh, the music was pretty cool too. Oh, thanks. Now, did you uh, compose that music yourself, or did you find that online? Yep. Okay, I asked you a, t- uh, a question where you could have two answers, and you just said, yep. <laughs> well, I answered do you the like men, or do you like women, Adam? Yep. Women. Okay. So, oh. <laughs> yes, Women's. that was an original. That was an electronic original, my own com- composition. If you I read the it. show notes, you'd know that. Okay, I only got 10 minutes into it. Do you think I had time to read the show notes? This is in the show well, notes? You should have. Yeah, it says all music and sound effects oh, are my show notes. creations. <laughs> I thought you were talking about yeah. ours. Like, I don't see this anywhere. What is this? <laughs> Adam yeah, it's has up. never read a show note in his life. <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be the best part about it. <laughs> yeah, with Adam having his own show, now he's got to do show notes. <laughs> yeah, but they're really, really simple compared to these. So he'll actually read them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's available on iTunes right now. If you look for Yesterday's Sci-Fi or go to yesterdayscifi.com or on Twitter at Yesterday's Sci-Fi, you can check that out. But um, yeah, if you like science fiction and you want to have me read you a story, go check that out. <laughs> uh, and uh, can listeners 
actually request uh, stories? I mean, of course, they have to be in the public domain, but can uh, somebody actually request <laughs> one and you do it? It's possible. And if there's actually a science fiction writer that gave me the rights, I could read their story too, but... Um, oh, it, it's only science fiction? I can't, like, do an adult uh, open source novel? <laughs> I always call it open source. I mean, public domain. <laughs> open source? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Wait, is, is Jason making a joke about yesterday's sci-fi is the thought of him being with a woman? <laughs> yeah, because that is... Complete work of You fiction. won't believe exactly. this astounding tale, Jason. <laughs> How did you know I had a tale? <laughs> It's in the book. I had that removed when I was a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But you you carry it with you on your belt. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Anyway. All right, well, we're done with you, Adam. Uh, Dave, what did you do this week? I listened to Adam's (laughs) new... (laughs) I listened to Adam's new podcast, which is fantastic. I I got a sneak peek of it, actually, a little while back, but I had to listen again. It's so good. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yep. Dude, it's like a, an hour and twenty minutes. It's go half speed, double it. In. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, you I, said go at half speed, double it. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, double it the length if of the you podcast. go at half speed, it'll be two hours and forty minutes. I myself have been just working a lot, and this weekend has been jam packed full of uh, photo work. I've I've got everything from real estate sessions and. Uh, graduation photos, portrait sessions, all kinds of stuff going on. So it's a it's a pretty hectic, hectic stretch here for me. Uh, and I'm sure everybody feels so sorry for you. Mm. Oh, no, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. It's awesome to be busy like that. Yeah, I hope and, they're not sorry for you because this guy's rich. He is a banker. He's a professional <laughs> photographer. He is a musician. He is an yeah. author. Uh, this guy is loaded. If you've seen his houses, and I did say houses as a plural – because this guy has them all over the U.S. Oh, right. and England. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that? Am yeah. I telling the truth? No. No. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, if by houses you mean I, I place strategically place some cardboard boxes here and there, and I rotate <laughs> where I stay, <laughs> maybe. Boxes. But no, I'm not homeless. <laughs> but I only have one house. I mean, I kind of consider being out in the wilderness home. So come fall, like this time of year, I spend a lot of time out in the woods too. So kind of like a second home, you know. <laughs> this is big silent section of the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, it. what is it going is. on? <laughs> Jason well, just I'm stops and to types. Think of what I did this week, and <laughs> that's what that's what the big uh, pause was. Is like, I don't really think I've done anything this week. I, I live a, a pretty boring life. All I do is work and family stuff. When are I you dropping your own podcast? Uh, probably so, never. I, so I barely have, have time for this one. So we can give listeners four shows a week, all of different flavors. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, I already have the tagline that we're going to do at the end of everyone. It's going to go something like this. <laughs> this has been a Digital Soup podcast. I mean, a Digital Soup <laughs> production. I even said it wrong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of what now? Uh, of all our other shows. Well, I'll start doing that when a digital soup production starts paying me for mine. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sweet. You're leeching off all of our listeners from digital soup. Oh, yeah. I, I have a ton of crossover between adventures and creativity and curiosity. Not cu- I almost said it, though, too. Dang you. <laughs> a ton of crossover. I'm sure there's a few, but not a not a very similar style show. Now, Adam. 
I think Adam's got himself a very, very cool thing going. And, and any listeners and fans that are geeks and, and fans of this show, if you love sci-fi, I, I honestly feel like you've, you've got yourself a home run on your hands right here. Well, sweet. Thanks. <laughs> hey, why are you giving him such a big head? Well, he's not. I don't know. I'm. 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 I just take it as a compliment. Thanks. Yeah. I, honestly, all these I, I like silences. Where's the funny? Oh well, you missed <laughs> last him. week, and then you didn't bring it back yet. Right. You, <laughs> you started I'm off with a joke. Funny that, back. You started off with a joke we didn't get. <laughs> well, that's because yeah. you're not true MCU fans. Oh, okay. You are posers and wannabes. <laughs> that's, okay, that's now the me. funny's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we're going to have, I know that the, uh, General Pershing, I know he knows what I'm talking about. Mailman, I know he knows what I'm talking about. Give me some more names, some more listeners. I know they're all going to come at you too, and they're going to be like, what do you mean you don't understand that? Uh-huh, Dude, uh-huh. it's topical. It's it's fresh. <laughs> exactly. It's topical. Ointment. So, s- speaking of of the mailman, yes, we, we probably should now. Adam and I decided. Oh last yeah, week, do it, do it. Yeah, Adam and I decided last week we're not going to give last names or dollar amounts. Exactly. Just uh, last initial. No, like but uh, like a, a J S mail dot M. So for mailman. <laughs> But no, <laughs> John, the mailman, longtime listener to the show, um, just want to give a shout out because he has also now jumped on board, sent us a, a little tip through the Patreon site we have over at patreon.com slash what, Digital Soup Podcast? Yes, uh, okay. exactly. And very kind what he did. And so, mailman, you need to be in contact with Jason. And oh, he has been. Perfect. And set up the movie you want to shout out, and we got to figure out how and when we can get you uh, linked up for a, a little segment here on the show too. So, yeah, and Heck he gets yeah. he gets to pick what he wants to join. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. a, like a like you said uh, something simple, like uh, you know one of our you know geek offs or yep. you know uh, Mad Lib, etc. Or maybe he wants to go whole hog, and maybe he wants to do a quiz show for the three of us. <gasps> Whoa, mailman! <laughs> that would be awesome. You are the master of the uh, quiz show, and we're all participants. And now I can totally destroy these two dudes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. You guys are going down, hardcore, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> what with shaky cams and <laughs> random, yeah, violence. Um, and speaking of that, we just uh, you know I sent Dave a few uh, text messages after I listened to last week's episode. Because uh, Dave did nail it correctly here, people. I threw the intro on and then a little bit of stuff in the first like five minutes. <laughs> and then I threw on the um, the outro, but I didn't listen to the show. <laughs> so um, I, I did just listen like to the show. It, oh. it, huh? Nothing. <laughs> okay. So I did. Just like me. <laughs> yeah. So I did uh, listen to the show fresh. It was kind of cool listening to it without, you know, knowing everything about it. Because even when I haven't done the shows in the past, I, I fully edited the show. Well, I didn't want to do it this time. <laughs> so I just did uh, the bare minimum like Dave told me I could do because mm-hmm. they he said they did a good job there. I don't have to. There wasn't editing that really needed to be done. Uh, but, I you know, they did, you know, throw a few. uh you know, uh, zingers at me during the show <laughs> here and there. Uh, but when they were talking about the movies, oh man, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm like, 
crank <laughs> action movies come on crank They're, that is like full balls to the wall action crank and crank 2 did you uh i just got to bring it up did you guys Never see saw of those movies no I saw the first one, and I mean they're they're fun, but I don't. Yeah, know. I mean it's they're they're not Emmy award winning movies at, at all, no. but they were fun and they are straight action. I mean these are full on action, and yes, Hardcore Henry was full on action. We all agreed the story wasn't that good, but it was it was it was full on action. I know you well, guys got a little queasy in the tum tum because Jason, of the first person. <laughs> what do you what do you think of the idea that Adam and I were talking about when when you look at that list, you almost have to break out. You know, oh yeah, a lot of sub subgenres because right, there was so much. You mm-hmm. know, the martial arts, and then there's the war, and mm-hmm. there's this and that. I mean, overall, I think that list was pretty good as far as um, you know, kind of a little sampling of a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. And then what's really really cool was the, uh, and you didn't mention this either, but was uh, Kung Fury. Now that's a kung fu action movie. That was awesome. Oh, kung Fury. Oh yeah, I'm, I was thinking of the wrong one. I was thinking Kung Pao Enter the Fist, and I was like, no, no Kung Pao. <laughs> well, Kung Fury was uh, was a joke too. Speaking of yesterday's sci-fi and retro stuff, what's the best yeah. retro experience? Official retro machines or emulation? Mm. I know what I think, but I'd be interested to feel what you guys think. Well. <laughs> I, I think I fall on it in, in this place. I, I think if you want the full experience, obviously, if you still have your retro machines and games and um, a television you can hook it up to, that's that's going to be probably the most authentic experience and probably the most nostalgic for you. Because when you're using the emulation side of it, most of the time they're they're pretty spot on, but every now and then there's some little glitches and weird things, and it just doesn't quite have the same feeling. So if you have the the opportunity, I'd say absolutely go with the original machine. Um, but we're looking at a lot of these machines being what 35, 40 years old, you know, yeah. um, not not necessarily. Well, some of them, I guess, forty, but you know 30 years old and more yeah pretty old which which can be tough you know to find them working which there's a lot of them out there still but it, it can still be tricky that being said you know things like the the retro pie and in other emulation options i i myself have had a blast with them i think it my I, my two nes classic minis those are great i haven't had the chance to play on one of the official retro machines but with emulation you get um you know you get things about licensing and do you own the games or not? And sometimes you'll have oh, right. ports ports of games that have weird characters or the sounds off and things like that. I think you're going to get a cleaner and officially more legal experience with an official retro machine. Yeah, and I, I the emulation I mean, offers offers way way more in games that are never going to be brought back. So I mean, there you go. Right. I know I, I love playing. I've got the NES Mini Classic and the SNES Mini Classic, and they're both a blast. I mean, the games play super smoothly. The only one that I notice, and, and I don't know if it's because of the television or you know the, the different type of connection and how they scaled it to modern TVs or whatever, playing Tecmo Bowl, for some reason there's some weird um, like artifacting that, that constantly wants to run across the screen in certain situations it's not artifacting it's almost like flashes of light happening weird so 
something with that that port that Nintendo put out. But overall, everything looks and plays mm-hmm. and feels, you know, almost exactly the same as I remember. Mm-hmm. And they do say it with a lot of the emulation and stuff, there is uh, controller lag, which I I didn't really notice it. But I think, yeah. Adam, you said you noticed it, right? I've had that. Yeah. I've run I, into that, too. But it's also sometimes the quality of the controller you're using. Um, yep. You know, some of these cheaper ones, okay. I've bought like the two-pack of SNES USB controllers off of Amazon. They're cheap. You know, they're they're imperfect. I've got so one... you didn't get an 8-bit, though? I've got one original um, SNES controller that was converted to USB, which is my favorite one. That one's got all the right feel to it, so... Okay. Well... Let me give my two cents on this here. Now, of course, I did the whole retro pie because it's awesome, and I love building stuff and working with the software and then getting all the games on and everything. A lot of fun. Played on the TV. It brings back a lot of great memories. But just recently, within the last few weeks, I actually got into GameCube and actually Wii U emulation on my PC, and they're both almost perfect. The GameCube is perfect. The emulation's like 100% now. Every game I've tried is is immaculate. It's perfect. It's vi- replicated perfectly. And the Wii U is pretty dang close. I mean, they're they're getting really good at that emulation now. So you have to download like a um like a cache file uh for uh what's it called? The Big Zelda one, uh Breath of the Wild that's also on the Switch. Uh, this is how I first started playing it before I actually got my Wii U. That's what made me go get the Wii U is because I was playing a little of uh, Breath of the Wild in emulation. And it has to cache the entire board once bef- on any game, even Mario Kart, etc. And then on the second playthrough, it's perfect. Well, you can't really do that with a, an RPG like uh, Breath of the Wild, which is like an open world one. So people that have played it before, you download their cached file, and then it runs seamlessly, pretty much. I mean, as long as you're do- going into the exact same areas that they did and stuff. But GameCube, N64, PlayStation 2, PSP, uh, and then everything below that, of course, runs absolutely perfect on the PC. And I wanted to have that RetroPie feel, you know, with the nice interface, you know, that you can skin and all that kind of stuff on the PC. So I actually got what was called LaunchBox. Now, LaunchBox is a uh, graphical user interface for the computer, makes it uh, function a lot like um, a jukebox on your PC. So you can choose, you know, over on the left, you could choose the different consoles you have, and then it has all the... On the right, it has the art of the games and everything, and then you just click on it to go into it. Now, if you pay the $50 to unlock it, which, or don't tell anybody, but uh, to unlock it, you get what's called Big Box. Now, this is almost the same type of interface you'd get with the emulation station uh, on the RetroPie unit. So you just use your controller to go through the different menus. It has the the graphic, uh, like the, the images of the game, all the information and stuff, and you just scroll through it, and it's a nice interface just like that on here. And I found that I'm really enjoying this a lot, and it has all the the bonus stuff, like the, the uh, what do you call it, uh, not quick saves. Um, what's what's the term there, Adam? Save states. Sta- save save states. states. Thank yep. you, Dave. Adam, Adam, jeez, 20 seconds. I was going to say save state. Okay. You're getting Which lag, is man. really nice because that... That is like that's a great benefit over actually playing it on the console. 
Now, here's here's three more cents added to my two cents for a total of five cents. Hmm. <laughs> what I would recommend, uh, of course, I love the, you know, like Dave, he has the, you know, the, the actual licensed uh, mini consoles from Nintendo. The Sega one looks awesome. I, I'm not going to get any of them because I do have the RetroPie. But if I was to actually want that authentic feel, I would go with something like the analog systems. They have one for the Genesis and one for the Super Nintendo. It uses the actual game cartridges, but the output out of them uh, is, you know, pure HDMI, beautiful. Uh, so you don't have to worry about getting an old console TV. And uh, I, I would recommend that if you actually have the cartridges and want to actually play them on an, you know, a, a console hooked to your television. I think that's pretty cool. And it's it's called Analog, and they have a Genesis and a Super Nintendo. Nice. Fancy. But, yeah, so I guess for me, I'm saying right now, I choose emulation over uh, actual retro hardware just because my poor eyesight, even though I have a fairly decent TV still sitting in a chair away, I don't see it as well as I see my 25-inch monitor well, you know, one foot from my face. You need to just take a page out of that book of your younger self and sit on the floor cross-legged right in front of the TV while you play. <laughs> but we didn't have our televisions uh, up this high when I was a kid. Televisions have risen. A Adam, uh, <laughs> lower it. I don't know. Mine's actually pretty low on the ground. A Adam, do you hear that? Uh -uh. What? I, I, I'm just hearing a lot of excuses. Oh, shut it. <laughs> I thought it was feedback. I, uh, nope. It was excuses. <laughs> yeah. I do not. I mean, I don't want to have my neck. That's the same reason why I don't sit in the very front row of a movie theater. I don't want to have my neck just looking up at the ceiling all day. My neck. Yep. My back. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. I'm 48 years old, man. I hurt. You hunt? <laughs> I hurt. I oh, I hurt. I heard hunt. Excellent. I, heard. I I clearly heard hunt. Yep. Okay, that's my favorite. I hunt. <laughs> Did you guys see this uh, fan art depicting old Keanu Reeves as Neo? Keep in mind, yeah. it's just. I looked at this it's and I was just like, Keanu why is with a beard. Exactly. Why is everybody like, oh, cool? It's Keanu Reeves with a beard in a Matrix yeah. pose. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's it's basically John Wick with glasses on. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's literally John Wick. Which yeah. I want to point out, if you remember way back when we were talking about John Wick, I think the second one, and then it wasn't that long ago, I made the point again that what if John Wick is just a sequence or whatever you want to call it in the Matrix? I did. Oh, I he never would have gotten hit like, with a bullet. Well, maybe he's got a realistic simulation going. <laughs> so I don't. I didn't think this was a big deal. Oh, you, no, you didn't think the fan cool. art looked kind of cool? I mean, it looks cool, but it's just, it's, okay. But see, uh, he did have to shave for his Bill and Ted. Yep. So if he goes right into this, he would be clean shaven. He wouldn't look like John Wick anymore. Well, he could probably grow a beard let's, in like four weeks. Well, I understand that's that, what I was gonna but say. I'm saying he wouldn't have to shave for it. Uh, let, then let's shave. be honest. Not if it's part of Dollar Keanu Reeves grows ahead. a beard. Well, Keanu Reeves grows a beard. And the guy's a legend. This isn't taking anything away from him. It's a pretty spotty beard by bearding yeah, standards. Yeah, and yeah. to grow a patchy beard like that, I mean, I, I do that in about a day and a half. 
So I'm pretty sure he'll be able to grow. Oh, it's a curse more than anything, but I'm pretty sure he'll be able to grow a beard back. Sort of like Teen Wolf, huh? Yeah, kind of. Except I wish it would grow on top of my head because nothing will grow there anymore. <laughs> well, you know what? You just got to you know rub a little fertilizer in the top of your head. Uh, no, I'm not from the upside down. <laughs> I didn't say eat it. I said rub it on your head. <laughs> you know what? You could always get a can of spray paint and spray it on like they used to do back in the day. <laughs> yeah, right. I tried I'm it with spray that. Spray on fl- some hair. I tried it with Flex Seal. I thought it might last longer, but that was a bad. <laughs> That was you a bad can use your deal. head as a boat then. <laughs> yeah, it didn't so, leak. I never sweated. What's the deal now? Is this are they actually making another Wolverine movie? Or is it, is no. Wolverine getting pulled into MCU now or All the X-Men are getting pulled into the MCU, so they're going to have to recast Wolverine when he comes oh, in. That's, and that's okay. what this article is basically talking. This this is an article from What Culture and they're just speculating on, you know, some crazy ideas of who might play Wolverine, but are they really crazy? Are they really bad uh, casting choices? Mm. I would say some of them, yes, definitely. <laughs> yep, I, I like Daniel Radcliffe, but you yeah, Daniel be, Radcliffe, you, you got to be bulked up if you're going to play Wolverine. He's his comic book character requires some musculature, and plus to support an adamantium skeleton. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, he doesn't actually have to support it because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, I I'd be okay. out on Daniel Radcliffe. He's a he's a fine actor, you know, no problem with him there. I don't see him as Wolverine. Okay, what about Luke Evans? What do you think there? Luke Evans. Um, I had to look at the pictures because I I didn't recognize some of them, so you'll have to, you know, look at them here, but uh he Yeah. I'd say I recognize the dude and he does look like he could play a uh, a Wolverine pretty decently. Yeah, yeah he's I've, a maybe. He's got the physique. Wilson Bethel, who the oh, heck is that? He's looking at the physique, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Well, I have to look up what they look like to see if they can fit. Wilson so, well, Bethel is from Daredevil. Yeah. Season three. I, uh, no. You don't think so? Joaquin Phoenix. Huh. No. Yeah. The only reason uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool, just because, well, he's the Joker now. He could be in both uh, DC yeah. and MC. Well, and and if you see, his name gets thrown out a lot because you see photos of him when he had the big mutton chops from, I believe, yeah. when he played Johnny Cash. Mm. And he kind of does look a little bit. Now, the yeah. last one is hilarious. He could be Taranabo Asano. I don't <laughs> think it'd be, just, be I mean, cool. I, an Asian Wolverine just... I've never seen him. Do, I, granted, well, I don't read comic books, but he has never been Asian in any of the comic books, has he? Uh, not, not of Asian descent, no. But he has some massive storylines that take place in Japan. I, well, I know. That. Yeah, didn't the Wolverine take place over there? Well, but, well, the movie. I'm talking the comics. He was already an MCU character, though. Yeah, he was Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hogan. Yeah, I you know honestly I, I know for me Wolverine will eventually he'll probably be probably be one of the first to join the MCU when they start pulling him over although I believe we're going to see the Fantastic 4 before we see any of the X-Men. That's my I guess. hope I so hope that they can do something good with the Fantastic 4. Both of those movies were well, well actually what three now cuz they rebooted it. I uh, just was not very good. Yeah. Well, I didn't really he, care for any of them. The the thing is, they've got an opportunity, especially now with this new WandaVision series coming on on Disney Plus streaming. That's going to lead into um, I'm losing the name Doctor Strange two, but what's the name of the the subtitle of it? 
the multiverse of nightmares, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, it's something similar to like that. Like a horror sounding. They said it could be pretty pretty dark, actually. And a lot of, a lot of speculation and talk going into the idea that that entire Doctor Strange and WandaVision series is going to be how we're going to get introduced possibly to characters like Doctor Doom, who will probably be kind of similar to a Thanos buildup. He's not going to be the big bad in the first movie. They're going to touch on him, I think, and build him in as as a major villain, and we're going to see the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four come in as part of that. Now, by the time they get into Wolverine and the X-Men, we're talking earliest of probably 2022, 2023, um, before oh, we start be seeing... Dead then. Well, Dang. no, that, I mean, that's before we even start seeing wow. any of the Fantastic Four or anything else. By the time they get to Wolverine, we're talking probably five years, six years down the road for them to, to introduce that. And I think the best thing they could do is not try and bring in a necessarily big name actor you know, don't try and bring in a Keanu Reeves, for example, and pigeonhole him into a role. You know, bring in somebody. We we think of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but the main reason he wasn't a huge star before that. He no, was a he star. Wasn't. You know, and, and in certain circles, people knew him, but he was relatively, by Hollywood standards, unknown as a superstar at that point. But he owned that role, and I think that's what they need to do find someone who's like that whenever you think wolverine too that's that's who everybody thinks of uh because yep. i mean it was a great casting uh i think of a forest creature they... oh you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> now here's a quick question here for you though because with the x-men you know they did the, the whole first class and stuff where the, all of a sudden you know they okay let's jump back before the events of the original movies yep do you think they'll cast a younger you know quite a bit younger like Nope. A twenty-something Wolverine, or will they go with a? Because he was military, so he'd have to be a little bit older. No. Wolverine's gonna always be a fairly middle-aged character, like forty, like thirties, right? maybe forties. Reason being is that he ages differently than everyone else, you know, because of this healing factor and everything else. And he's been around. He, I mean, depends on what story they're gonna go with, but he's fought in everything from. You know the world wars, you know, and and all the Japan stuff that those storylines that went on, and all the way up to modern day times. And I Wolverine's almost always got to be, in my mind, kind of a you know middle aged character, thirty ish, maybe forties. Not not too old, but relatively, you know, late late twenties would be about as early as I would go. I can't picture them doing like a teenage Wolverine, Teen Wolf. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so if uh, give me a you know, of beer. It, it sucks that that's the age he had to get stuck at. Uh, it would have been nice to have got stuck, you know, at like twenty five or something. Yeah, but his his character in the and comics been, has been perpetually that age. You know, because yeah, when you, but I'm when you, I'm saying yeah. I would rather be stuck as a twenty something instead of a forty something. Yeah, but when you look at every other character, not every, but so many of the characters. I mean, Fantastic Four, they're all pretty young. You've got the X-Men. Most of them are all fairly young, mid-20s, maybe 30. There's, there's The only older characters are Magneto and uh, Professor X. Mm-hmm. 
and Beast has been around for a while, but yeah, most of them. And I mean, I don't think the previous movies are gonna, you know, like First Class or any of that is gonna have any bearing whatsoever. Obviously, I just recently watched Dark Phoenix. Yep, and I actually had to go to uh, IMDb to look up because for some reason the guy that plays Magneto, he just looked like it was a different actor than what was Michael in the Fassbender? other First. Yeah, but it was it was it was him. Yep. But for some reason, when I saw him, it just it looked like they got somebody that looked very similar to him, but it wasn't him. Hmm. But then it was. Yeah, so yep. it's just my dumb eyes. Well, yeah. here's You're something blind. to chew on with. Yeah, and if I ever made a song, it would be called "My Dumb Eyes." <laughs> <laughs> here's something to think about, though, with the X Men. If they bring in Professor X, you almost have to have Magneto in the mix, right? He's, yeah, because they're buds, man. He's one of the biggest villains, and their stories are tied together. Now, the talk coming into this, there's there's a bit of a problem with those two characters, depending on how they do it, because mm-hmm. their origin stories are directly tied to essentially Holocaust times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how how are they going to explain, in the MCU, say, five years from now, these characters still, yeah, still being young enough and and part of the MCU without being a hundred years old or more. That it's going to be interesting to see how the MCU handles that because they've got a you know more so than any of the other characters. Most of them weren't like you know Spider Man's origin. Yeah, it was set in whatever timeline it was back in the day, but it's easily shifted. It's not tied to a major event. Magneto's character, he was a his you know a Holocaust survivor is part of his, you know a, a pretty 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 key part. Well, that's of his, what created him. That that's what created his anger. Right was the killing of his and, parents. And so it, it'll be interesting to see how they how they maneuver around that. Do they make him be, you know, maybe a survivor from? you know, Rwanda or something, you know, genocide or who knows, you know, I'm sure there's ways they can work around that, but they'll be, they'll be interesting characters, those two, to, to see what they do with them. And you know who I'm really tired of after watching, uh, Dark Phoenix? Who? Is, uh, what's his name? Blaster Eye Guy. I just thought he was just oh, completely so, worthless. Cyclops? Yeah, he was completely Blaster worthless. Eye guy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Blaster Eye Guy. Blaster Eye Guy. I'm, Come on I'm, down. I'm to drawing a blank on his real name, Scott. Yeah, Scott. So, hey, if I was in charge of naming superheroes, that's how I do it. Hey, it's Blaster Eye guy. Hey, it's the claws out of the hands guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just the way I am. Claws. Yeah. Now we know why you're not writing anything. Scott Summers. That was his name. <laughs> no, no, no. Claws okay. out, of your, out of his hands. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Red shiny <laughs> eye guy. What about claws you know out of his I eyes see? guy? <laughs> who do you want? You know see? who I'd love to see, and this is Simon one... Belmont. No, I think well oh. that too would be cool. But I think in the MCU, a lot of fans would love this, and he's not as well known of a character, which could be a reason why maybe they do it and bring him in. Because if you look at what the you know we've talked about it before, what's the MCU done? They've taken characters that weren't necessarily the big home run. You know, mm-hmm. the Avengers. Most of that you know was people knew of them, but they're B squad characters. I want to see Gambit. You know, you know who Gambit he is. was in something though, wasn't he? He was on a motorcycle, not, wasn't he? Not he in threw the some cards or something. Mm, yeah, he in know. one of the movies, but he's not in the MCU because he's he controls um, 
through the use of his playing cards, he can charge them with energy, basically. And he's like a gambler, uh, you know, kind of. He's from Louisiana, so New he's Orleans. Part it. It's it part just sounds so he's stupid. Gambit. I mean, it's like it's <laughs> yeah, like they Gambit. ran out he's of superheroes. Really, really cool character, though. So what should we do? Well, this guy here, uh, what he does is he takes uh, <laughs> uh, wet naps, you know, like you get at a barbecue place, and uh, he can make just like gallons of alcohol come out of him and just drowns people in alcohol out of the wet naps. <laughs> well, that's that's not quite true. <laughs> that's just as dumb. He, he has the ability. This is, this is what they talk about, you know, from Wikipedia. The ability to mentally create, control, and manipulate pure kinetic energy to his desire. Also incredibly knowledgeable and skilled in card throwing, hand-to-hand -hand combat, and the use of a bow staff. So he's a very, throwing. yeah, very cool character though. And he's one that I think would fit well in the scheme with the rest of the MCU. So basically you're saying away. he's Kenny Rogers if he was a Ninja Turtle. He knows when to hold them. <laughs> Good Lord. Did you get awesome. what I'm saying there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you guys check out that link I put in the show notes? With <laughs> yep, the video of uh, the new Castlevania game for mobile? Yep, it was in my grimoire. The graphics are amazing. It this is they went back old school. They got rid of the stupid 3D that they've been doing for so long. Went back to the side scrolling. It's all touch interface, but the graphics are just awesome looking. So take a look at that, oh, yeah. uh, guys. If you they haven't actually seen do look it. fantastic, right? Yeah. My only uh, concern, and I know you've got this in the show notes too, but my only concern is I have yet to play. A game like this, where you're going to be, you know, you think about Castlevania, pretty detailed jumps, accuracy with different things. How are how is that going to control with the phone interface? Actually, I've played that, a well, software that that controlled very well before. Did mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I can't remember what the name was of it? It off the top of my head. Think of it in time for your app recommendation. Oh. oh, he already has one. Anyways, uh, what is so cool uh, about a lot of the modern mobile games here is they via Bluetooth, you can actually use Bluetooth controllers. Now, granted, you'll have to set your phone or your tablet up like a, just a TV and play it, but the game looks awesome if it allows you to use a Bluetooth controller. Oh, man, would this be amazing. Would you guys yeah, like I'm, to play with a Bluetooth controller? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would. I would. Well, hope Dave that... has never played a Castlevania game, so he doesn't understand what Adam and I are so excited yeah, about. Yeah, never. <laughs> I thought you said you never played one. Uh, no, I've played a lot of them. Castlevania? Yeah, when I was younger. The original, oh, probably two or so, three maybe. Adam, did On you say you never NES played one? And, oh, no, no I've, Adam. I've played, played plenty of them, too. Oh, my God. I, I talked them. to somebody, and they said they've never played a Castlevania. Hmm. Oh, did hmm. Jesse? I don't know. Were we talking about this on the show that one night? Somebody said they had it. I, I apologize, gentlemen. I got it wrong. You both are Castlevania masters. I will call yep. you both Dracula. Yep, we are the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. you just bloodsuckers. <laughs> Speaking of oh, sucking nice. something until what? it's dead. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Where am I going with that? Well, guys, iTunes is dead. We all knew that. Apple had, did kill it off, and then they came out with different apps for one for music, one for television, uh, one for, oh, I don't even know what anymore. But they, they broke it all up. Well, they have just started beta testing streaming Apple Music in a browser, mm -hmm. which is which is 
pretty dang cool because you won't have mm. to install anything. I don't even think a plugin. I didn't read anything about a plugin. But if you if you subscribe to Apple Music, you can stream it right in the browser instead of having to install anything. So at work, Dave, you could load up your browser and stream Apple Music. I use Spotify. That's Spotify. I know. I'm just to you saying. by. No, I'm just kidding. I wish <laughs> Spotify. It was, I wish we had Spotify as a sponsor. No, but this is actually pretty cool, and it's something if you've been paying attention, they did this with their podcasts already with Apple Podcasts. So if you if you go into Google and search Digital Soup Podcast, um, after you get our website that comes up, um, you can find right there episodes in the little box that says podcast. You can hit play on it right there. And so they're doing that more and more, which is it's that, very cool. Yeah, it's very convenient for people because... I'm not to say that a lot of people aren't technical, but a lot of people aren't technical. And they just, they're not into downloading programs, apps, et cetera. They just, I just want to listen to some music. They'll just, you know, dial it up and listen. Makes it a lot exactly. easier. Exactly. Exactly. Especially for, you know, our, uh, say, our parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Adam's, well, I think it's Adam's a good parents, option. I think they're just, Adam's parents are only in their 30s because he's like 20, right? Or 18. <laughs> That's not how Probably, things Adam. work. I'm 12. <laughs> That's not how things work. <laughs> what are you talking about? If they're in their 30s, you're like 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had me at the age That's of 12. Sure. Yeah. No, uh, Adam actually just celebrated his 40th birthday. Had a big old bash. I wasn't invited. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he could show you some pictures. That's yeah, nice. I saw some pictures, and I was invited. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I just couldn't come, of, of course. Yep. I well, you showed up come. later for... For hanging out and stuff, right. so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, you didn't bring There's a couple episodes ago now. Can you believe that was already two weeks ago? It's crazy down. Time flies. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I just want to share this with our listeners, and I think Butterfly? I shared it with you guys. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, uh, I flew into the cities, and on my way uh, to my parents' house, which is like four hours away, I got pulled over by the cops. Did I tell you guys this story? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Oh, uh, Adam. Okay, so I got pulled over maybe, by the cops maybe you did. I because know. I failed to merge over to the left lane uh, when there was a, a police officer already had somebody pulled over on the side of the road. Um, I oh. felt I couldn't get over because cars were close enough to me, but I did edge over to the left as far as I could. Well, he pulled me over, said, oh, you had room to get over and you didn't get over. So he, you know, took my license stuff back to his car. And I'm not even joking you. While I was sitting there, so I'm pulled over. The cop is behind me and I'm over there. At least 20 cars zoomed by in that lane. So I won the jackpot. I, you know, I was the one that got picked. I felt so happy. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Did you get a ticket? Yep. And it was $137. Oof. 37 yes. No, one hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> in a Sorry, row. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was just in tangent mode. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it yeah. did suck because well, I could have. Yeah, you, you know, are supposed to move over. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I understand that, but by the time I saw them, uh, I just I didn't feel that I could get over the the cars were just too close, and I don't like I don't like being a New York driver and. You know, merging into where I have inches on the bumpers to get in. I, yep. I want to give me like 
At least a few I, car I, lengths. I think the key to this whole whole phrase is by the it's just time driving you... the left lane all the time. <laughs> no, the that's time you saw them. in Minnesota. Yeah, that, they changed that. You can't. It's called the slowpoke law. You can no longer drive in the left lane unless you're passing. But um, no, I, yeah, like Adam said, I think the key is that by the time you saw them, because I'm gonna tell you what, man, it was a scary ride home for a little while while you were driving. When we oh, were down shut visiting. it. We blasted by that sign saying, slow down to 35, big flashing numbers. You're going too fast. And you're like, what? I didn't see nothing. I was like, we need to find a gas station and pull over. Okay. Okay. So here's here's the thing that Dave, who has uh, perfect eyesight, doesn't understand. Oh, it's, it's not perfect. I wear glasses. <laughs> not only am I an older gentleman at 48... But I'm actually diabetic, which has actually really hurt my eyes. And yep. at one point, I was 80-40 in my two eyes. Yeah. 80 in one, 40 in the other. I actually had to have shots in yeah. my eye to get the swelling down. I had four of them total. And I did get my vision down to, I think it was 40-30 or it was 30-20. I might have got all the way down to 20 in the one eye again. And then the other one was 30 or 40, something like that. Um, but I, I don't have the best uh, eyesight and I definitely, uh, at night I've really lost my night vision. Yeah. Um, uh, that's mm. a combination of age and the diabetes, but well, yeah. So Dave, Dave <laughs> just makes fun of me. You know, I, I, did, over here. I, I did pick on you a little bit. Cause I mean, I, I, I literally was like, yeah, I need to just drive, man. You, you, you need to let me drive. Cause I was I was getting nervous because when we blasted by that sign was when I was like, "All right, man, I get it. You get older, the eyes go. It's not making fun of that, but we were seeing like fox on the road, and you're like, "What are you stopping for?" Yeah, and how many frogs <laughs> did I murder? Oh, we were we were hit. There's so <laughs> many frogs jumping around. Like you looked at the road in front of you in the headlights, it was just like stuff hopping ever. You could hear them bouncing. And off. I couldn't see any of the frogs. Yeah, under not the one. Car. And I kept saying, "What am I hitting?" Yeah, what is all this noise? They were jumping into the side of the car. I'm like, you don't see all those frogs. No, I got nervous, I so I I took the wheel. Jason played DJ on the way home, and we had a good good road trip home. But. Nice. Yeah, uh, because it, you know, Full House is my favorite show. True. <laughs> Did you guys know Movie Pass <laughs> shut down today? Yeah. Uh, no, yesterday. Completely. Fourteenth. Today Wait, is the fourteenth. Never yep. mind. It was today. Yes. <laughs> As the Gonski. day of this recording, they finally shut her down. That's mm-hmm. and we we saw the the writing was on the wall a long time ago, long time and ago, we yeah. predicted it was going to happen. It didn't have a good um, business plan. There's no way you could survive on that. And well, then when your penny stock, <laughs> you you have to say you have to say this positive about MoviePass though. They did spur a lot of changes in that industry because now you've got a lot of these theater chains that have basically looked at it, figured out a way to make it financially make sense for them, at least so far, and they're offering their own versions of a MoviePass sort of service, Mm. which is cool. I mean, MoviePass itself, they were the first to do it, and they didn't quite get it right, but it's a solid idea. And for people Mm -hmm. who go to the theater a lot, and so you're seeing more and more services roll out like this, which... That's not a bad thing. You got to give them a little credit there, but man, I don't know if I've seen a company as mismanaged in a, in a business plan as <laughs> as mismanaged as that in a long time. Yeah, it was it was horrible. It was a train wreck from the beginning. There yep. was just it, it just the 
I, well, I already said it. The business plan was horrible. There's no mm-hmm. way to make money on it. They were just banking on people paying the money every month and never going to see a movie. Yep. And no, if you're going to spend the... It, it, whoever actually purchases this plan is a movie lover and a movie goer, and they're doing yep. it because they're like, hey, I'm going to utilize this, and I'm going to watch myself a ton of movies. So... <laughs> Of course it's not going to work. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a question, Jason. Adam and I talked about this a little bit last week uh, mm-hmm. about if if the idea of cinema is dying. You know, we're still going to see your big Avengers-type movies, these huge blockbusters. That's about all that hits theaters anymore. If you mm-hmm. were going to spend, say, what is it, 14 15 bucks a month for some of these services to watch unlimited movies in a theater, would you rather spend the extra money to whatever that equivalent would be over the course of a year, let's just say, and pick up like a nice big, either nice projection system for your house to make like a really huge screen watching movies with a good sound system and stuff at home or like a 60-plus-inch TV where you could really just have a great cinema experience at home or would you rather spend that money and go to the theater and have a good theater cinema experience? Well, uh, this this was another time I was uh, talking to myself while I was listening to the episode last week, uh, when because uh, Adam said he'd rather just do it at home, you know, yep. on a big TV, and uh, <laughs> and that's when I was thinking to myself, oh man, I wish I was there because I would have said, well, I like just watching it on my tablet in bed with my headphones on, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. That ten inch tablet right in front of your face is like an eighty inch screen. Oh, with your eyes. I- that would make sense. <laughs> but if I want to share that, I, if I, I love watching movies it. with my kids and stuff. I would do the projector thing yep. for sure. You know, I, and I do watch most of my movies at home, and, and most of the, the stuff I watch is at home. But there is something just special about about seeing it on that big screen with the, the big sound system and everything else. If you can get people to not be idiots. Yeah, that's yeah. true. What would be kick butt is if, we all, if our lifestyle would have been different and say we had actually, I I don't know, fought, fell into money or we, you know, we did so good at podcasting, we made tons of money, but we were rich enough to where we could build an awesome theater in our home and with just like big plush seats and then just have the people that you care about come over and watch the movie with you. You still get that full theater experience because you deck it out just like a real theater. Uh, you could even have a concession stand if you want. Uh, but sell, you're only having, sell snacks to your friends. <laughs> yeah, but you're only having your friends and family over. Uh, so then you, you won't have to have like what happened to Adam. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and, and if they started to get, you know, uppity, like, uh, the people at the theater, Adam would just, you know, smack them around and say, get out of my house. (laughs) Well, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there because we mentioned them earlier, you know, for, for leaving us a tip on Patreon, but our longtime listener, John, the mailman, he has been working and, and I've been, uh, helping him out and he's been asking some questions and he's actually got himself, a pretty sweet setup at home via a projector and a screen. And he runs a, uh, uh, entertainment an movie theater, no, an, oh. enter, an entertainment <laughs> company, like, um, DJing weddings and karaoke and, and all of that stuff and on the side. And so he's got like big sound system speakers hooked up to this thing and, and he's working on finishing things off there. And I haven't gotten over yet to watch a movie because every time he texts me, he's like, we're about to throw this on. I've, I've got stuff going on. I can't get over there. But um, that is something that 
absolutely I'd love to have here. And I am planning to try and get over there, and we're going to watch something cool on the big screen there. And I'll when I do that, I'll try and get some video and stuff and walk you guys through a setup and share it here with the listeners. But That'd be cool. It's, it's a pretty cool setup. Awesome. All right. Well, we have one last story here that we just, you know, it's, it's just be a quick cover here. Did you guys ever play any of those Telltale games before they folded? No. Which ones right. were they? Well, they had a lot of, some of their originals was like uh, Back to the Future. They had like uh, three of those, I think. And then, of course, they did like the, the Minecraft story mode and oh, okay. uh, the- no, I don't think I've played any um, of those. The Walking Dead. Were Basically, it? what it was was it was one of those games to where sort of like a choose your own adventure. That's what I was um, going to say. Yeah, something like that. And they, they were pretty cool, and they had a pretty good following. Well, they they folded. Uh, what was it? Probably about a year ago or so. Well, another company has actually purchased all of their assets, and they said that they're actually going to you know reopen the studio and bring back all of the games. Which is actually pretty cool because, unfortunately, uh, with the Minecraft story mode, I bought the first three or four chapters, but I didn't get the last one or two, so I I can't finish the story. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, she played through all of them. I I got them for her because she loved them. And they were releasing them, like, uh, I don't know, one a month or so. And for some reason, I, I don't know why, I just didn't buy the last one or two and then they pulled them all off the market. And so, you know, there you go. We can't even finish the story. But now it looks like we might be able to because they're going to bring them out for all the systems they were originally out. So, oh. I know. I know it sounds dumb, but they were acclaimed. They, were, they, were, they, they won some awards. And, I mean, that, you'd have to look it up, Adam, since you guys don't sure. really know much about them. But, they, I mean, they, they were. They had a big fan following, and they were pretty cool. Nice. Interactive stories, basically, so is what you, they were. Right. You're going to be able to finish that story then? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping they'll, the, you know, even though the 360 is kind of like um, nothing new's coming out for it, uh, but these were originally released on it. Hopefully, they'll re-release them on them so I can finish it. I'd hate to have to buy them all over again, well, unless I could buy like the whole set for like five bucks someplace. The big question is, are they going to bring back all the employees that got laid off? Oh, probably not. They just bought the assets. They'll have their own people, I'm sure. Uh, at least the you know the consumers will be able to get the uh, actual games again. Nice. Yeah. One of the games I'd like to see eventually exist would be like a Half Life Three. Come on. Yeah. What is up with that? Are they just too busy running their store and making money off of that? I don't know, but man, Half Life Two was so good. It it holds up today too. It wasn't yeah, too long can... ago. I tried it again. It's great. Wonderful. One of the best first-person yeah. shooter games you can get. Anyway, I think it might be time for some app recommendations. Digital Soup App Recommendations. All right, so uh, for this week, we talked about this, I think, in a prior episode, but I never made it my official app recommendation. But I'm going to recommend the entire Sega Forever game series, which is available on both Android and iOS. And this is their re-releases of some of the greatest Sega Genesis games, and it's just from the Genesis era. And there are some fantastic games on here. I've actually... You could try them all for free, or you could play the full games for free, but if you want to remove ads, it's like $1.99, or uh, there's like three packs, like you can get the Fantasy Star series, which had two, three, and four, um, or the Shining uh, series, which had Shining Force, 
one and two and shining in the darkness and you can remove those ads for like 4.99 for the groups but uh full on-screen virtual controllers and they work fairly well i've even played streets of rage and it, it actually works pretty decently the rpgs of course work much better because you know you don't have to have that you know fine action but they do have platformers and all that kind of stuff but they, they have a whole bunch probably like 25 uh great sega genesis games on the the mobile there so definitely check those games out you can play them all to completion for free if you wanted to uh or just throw segas uh you know a little bit of bones here like a dollar 99 purchase some of them so they keep doing it and hopefully bring out some other games to it too cool i, rem- I remember playing altered beast on those when no they- it, that didn't play well no it <laughs> that was, was really yeah, bad it was pretty St- terrible that's probably why Dave was talking about how these side-scroller games are not going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. probably why. That game, even on the Genesis, wasn't the best, unfortunately. Oh, hold on a second. Time to take my meds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably is. <laughs> you know, it is. Seriously, I, I set my timer so I, I don't forget it. my bedtime meds. Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, that game was really bad, but Streets of Rage 2 is actually, 2 is the one I was playing. They they, they must have tightened up the controls somehow because it does flow so much better than this, this stupid Altered Beast. I won't even install right. that one again. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do you got there? Sword of Zolan <laughs> is the game I was thinking of. I had to go back through my purchase history while we were waiting, but that's X-O-A-L-N. And this is a side-scroll game where you're just a, kind of this cool dude with a sword and armor and it's just a it's just your classic platform side scroller and it's it's actually quite well done excellent very fun you get a few oh, power-ups and stuff yeah. and the controls are wonderful um i thought this game was really really fun i think it was like 99 cents so i put the i know why you liked it links. what's that I, i'm looking at a screenshot it's the thumbnail for the trailer on their website I'm watching mm-hmm. the video. And you've Watch got your video, you've dude. got your hero here fighting a Yeti or something, it looks like. Yeah. And it kind of <laughs> looks like you, Adam. He's got the beard. <laughs> Yeti? <laughs> no, yeah. the hero. Hey, hey guys. I'm <laughs> no, a Yeti. No, the hero kind of looks like Adam. The dark hair, the beard. Uh you're gonna say portly? I played the, I no. played this before the beard. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have a good oh, point okay. there. He's got long hair, but yeah, he does kind of look like me. That's why it's a cool game, <laughs> yeah, guys. It, and thanks for recommending it, though, Adam. That that's definitely looks like a game up my alley. I, yeah. I'm probably going to go uh, try that here as soon as we get done with the show. Same it's here. quite fun. And like I said, the controls on this were super simple and accurate. So it can be done. Did you beat it? All right. Well, at Adam and I, we both recommended some great games. Hey, what game do you have did there, I Dave? What? Did I what it? Sorry, Dave. Did you beat I the game? I said Adam and I recommended oh, yeah, some I great it. games. What <laughs> game do you have there, Dave? Shut up, Jason. I beat the game. Anyway, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> I what? don't. I don't have. No, a... I, I'm, th- I'm throwing Dave under the bus. I'm saying you and I recommended some great games. What game do you have, at Dave? Because I know he has no game. Well, I can give you a. Game. Literally, he has, no, he has game. no game. I can give you games if you want to play games, but I figured I'd throw something different in there because it's something I've been using lately and had to use it the other night. It's an app called Scanner Radio for iOS. I'm sure there's multiple versions out there of different apps you can find. But it just lets you, if you don't have a scanner at home, like a police scanner, this is just an app on your phone, taps into the local, you know, you can listen to scanner feeds from wherever you want. Um, Mm -hmm. You just plug in your region. Now, the reason I, I use this is my wife and I about, was it last, well, it was on the 4th. 
fifth, last September fifth. It was a Thursday night. We were in bed sleeping. All of a sudden, we we had the windows open. It was nice out. We just heard cars come screaming by our house, which is pretty rare. We're in a fairly oh, that'd be scary to hear cars scream. Yeah, were well, they in it pain was it was what? it was police cars, sirens. We're I live in town, thirty mile an hour speed limit. These cars, yeah. police cars, it's went by at like 65 70 miles an hour boom i mean you could hear the tires just wailing the sirens going and there was more than one we're like what the heck but i got out of bed looked out the window and they were gone i mean they were moving that quick i looked i'm like i don't see nothing the sirens faded to the distance wow that's weird i had time to go about 10 feet get back to my bed sit down on the edge and here they came again the opposite direction what was going on is we had some cracked out woman up here leading the police on a 45-minute-long or 43-minute, technically, long uh, high-speed chase that went through our town, through the couple towns next to us, turned around, they hit on the spikes, everything else, ended up she was driving at speeds in excess of 100 miles an hour with no front <laughs> tire, just on the ah, rim, and very dangerous, and, and this was going on. So I, I used this app to be able to hear what was going on, Mm-hmm. partly because I was nosy wanting to hear what was happening and also <laughs> because we wanted to know where she was heading. They already went literally down the street on my house. I didn't. I, I wanted to kind of have a heads up in case I should be expecting a car with no tire to come crashing through the you know block or something. <laughs> and so it's just a great way to keep up on that. And so a lot of times you hear stuff going on in your community, you know, see sirens or fires or whatever else. Just a nice way to, to tap in and, and hear a little bit of what's going on, keep tabs on, on things. Now, okay, I do caution people, don't listen to this, and then we see this all the time, don't be one of those people that's going to listen to this and start posting crap all over like Facebook and everything else saying, oh, so-and-so is getting busted by the, you know, you know, don't put that kind of stuff out there. Don't throw names out if you hear them because... If you were one of those people's family members, would you want to find out that way? So be respectful. No. But it's a great app as far as functionality because a lot of times no one, no, not very many people have an actual scanner anymore, and nope. they're, they're pretty useful to have at times. Well, and the, yeah. the way this works, there's just a number of people who stream. That's private citizens that have a scanner that stream. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times yep. if you're going to get into a major tactical situation or something like that, they'll actually switch to oh, an they, encrypted channel and you won't exactly. be able to hear any of it. But exactly. I'm with you, Dave. I actually did the exact same thing today A police car, as a uh, sheriff squad just came screaming down the street. Again, what's right. with the screaming, right, Jason? But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, geez. you know, come to find out there was an accident just north of me here, you know, and yep. it's interesting to hear, kind of see what's going on. Uh, what time hey, is now it? Bef- oh. Well, hold on. Before we go... <laughs> I wanted to jump in there before you hit it, but man, you're just like, hey, that's a good app. What's the time is it? It's been an hour and 40 minutes since we started this thing. Go. Speaking of tires squealing and all this kind of stuff, this made me uh, remember this. Now, um, I'm a couple episodes behind on Fear the Walking Dead, but okay, this show has not been that good this season. I I almost don't know if it's going to make it another season or so. It's been it's actually been pretty bad. And this is the spin-off of Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. But there was a scene that is uh it has to be some of the most lazy special effects people, uh sound effects guys or whatever. Uh so anyway, this guy uh he's shot 
and he jumps in these other guys' vehicles. They, these other people had gotten out of the vehicle to find out what was going on. He jumps in the vehicle, squeals the vehicle backwards, and then slams on the gas and squeals all the way away from the building that they were at. Now you're saying, well, what's so weird about that? You know, he's just, you know, he's, it was on gravel. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. They made the tires sound effects squeal and he's on gravel. You could have made it a gravel sound. (laughs) So it's those things like that. It's like, okay, is anybody even pre-watching this or uh, who's approving this on amc the very first episode of walking dead was like the worst police tactic it's like they just i think we can try to guess how the police would do something it was so bad (laughs) the guy's got a glock in his hand which has no safety mechanism and he's like hey turn your safety off and then he just taps he taps on like the mag (laughs) release on the gun like and then they made a click sound like come on Well, well, guns are hilarious in a lot of stuff because, I mean, I'm not a gun expert or anything like this, of course, but I, I do know that, uh, like a revolver, you can have like, a, what is it, five or six shells, not 13 to 20. I mean, <laughs> and they just keep firing without reloading. Yep. Yeah. Uh, shotguns, you can get one to two shells usually, right? No. That's it, right? No. Is there ones that you could put a bunch more? Yeah. I own, ah, okay. I own a pump action shotgun that'll hold four something like that okay but not enough to keep blowing forever i don't remember which show it was i might have been walking dead but there was one episode where there was it was a big gun battle they're shooting at stuff and when you fire a pistol like a like a semi-automatic pistol there's something on the top called a slide so when you when you fire it the slide rocks all the way back ejects the shell the empty casing and will load another cartridge into the gun these were they they were firing and all they had done was like video effect a little flash at the tip of the gun and then none of the gun parts were moving so so it was just like it had the flash and the bang but the guns weren't doing anything they're they're (laughs) so bad it was literally them Uh, running around going pew 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 pew. (laughs) bang 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 But hey, I got I got one more before we go on to the geek off uh, unless Dave had something too but yeah real quick uh, uh, this is Walking Dead also season, whatever it was, three or something like that, when they were at the farm. Now, uh, I know you watched, because you know, uh, Adam's watched, you're all the way caught up on the on Walking Dead Prime, right? No. You've seen all the episodes? Nope, didn't, finish okay. the, didn't do the last but, season at all. Okay, but you did, I mean, you did see this where they're at the farm and all the zombies, uh, they swarm the farm. Yep. Right? Do you, you remember that? And it was yeah. like at night? Vaguely. Okay. Every single one of those people that were there are expert marksmen. And the reason why I'm saying that is they oh. have shotguns, they have pistols, they are riding on the backs of horses, they are hanging out of car windows, and they're headshot after headshot after headshot. It's like, <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> Dave. Was that Dave or was that you, Adam? No, that was Dave. But I don't disagree. <laughs> Skip what was the all right? Yeah, yes. That's what I was going to Get on board the we're alive train. That's what instead. I'm going to recommend. Is is we're alive is an excellent. I think we've all listened to at least most of it, if not all of it. Yep. Um, I've listened to yeah quite a few episodes. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I've listened through the whole thing and their new season, so to speak, called Gold Rush. 
just came out this last week. So they, it's been a long hiatus, but We're Alive is back with brand new episodes. So if you are a fan and you love zombie and you love The Walking Dead, skip the show because as Jason was just telling you, and many people will tell you, the show's kind of gone bad. We're Alive is one of the best zombie stories I have ever seen or heard. And this is an audio drama. They do a fantastic job with it. And we'll have that linked up under our app recommendations. So just skip We're Walking Dead and go right on to We're Alive. Well, Walking Dead Prime, even even if it's really bad, uh, I've invested so much time I have to finish it. I can't quit it. <laughs> I can't quit you, Dad. <laughs> All right, Adam. All right, what time is it? It's time for a kickoff. It's time for Dave to uh, do an awesome geek off here. Let's do it, Dave. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. It's going to be mint. Yeah. I'm going back to the well. Not a big fan of mint, though. <laughs> I'm going Ooh, back. Speaking of well, uh, I think it was season three also where they had that that uh, zombie down in the well, and then uh, Glenn was trying to bring him up. And <laughs> Adam, you remember that, right? Uh, vaguely. Again. <laughs> Didn't he rip in half or what happened? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Poisoned all the water. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go back to the well, though, and just throw a few random questions at you guys. See what you, you come do. You do that, with. Samara. So what we're going to do, I'm going to start out with, with maybe <laughs> an on, guys. easy one. Samara, <laughs> random. Oh, from the ring. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was I was focused on my segment. I didn't here, remember Moving, moving the fo- show forward. So let me just start with a, a big, huge uh, softball question here. How do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? Uh, no, fruit does not go on pizza. I'm sorry. I don't mind it at all. A good Hawaiian pizza is pretty decent. If it's a good one, yeah, I'd agree. I'm I'm not opposed to pineapple on a pizza. I I would actually rather have pineapple and regular pepperoni than the Canadian bacon, though. Yeah, pineapple or and pepperoni is good. It's got a little more little more spice to it, a little mm-hmm. more flavor. Sorry, yeah. no. All right. Not a fruit guy on pizza. Nope. All right. So then uh, ease in a little more. What is the best type of cheese? Uh, pepper Jack. Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's mine. Nacho. Does that, does that count? That's like that's like fake cheese product. I'm gonna go with. Yeah. I'm gonna actually go with cheese whiz. <laughs> smoked cheddar. Okay. Okay. Actually, I love a, the pepper Jack. I'm a big fan of smoked Munster cheese. Mm. That's that's a good cheese. All right, so let's get a little more serious then. In 40 years from now, what will people be nostalgic for? Freedom. Um, movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom and movie pass. <laughs> wow. Remember when we had movie pass? <laughs> when we had yeah, movie that... pass and we could do what we wanted? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is quite, a, uh, quite a combination there. Well, they'll probably oh. be uh, nostalgic for video on screens. They'll be like, "Remember, we used to watch, uh, you know, shows on screens instead of have it, uh, you know, lasered right into our eyeballs." <laughs> you think you think they'll be nostalgic for the the first hundred and forty three episodes of Digital Soup? Oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Well, Digital Soup will still be going on 40 years from now. Wait a second, I'll be dead. You guys can continue. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to continue? Yeah, chances yeah, are we'll be. Adam and our Adam and I'll be over eighty, so yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see. So will I go till I can't. 
Um, what part of a kid's movie that you saw as a child completely scarred you? I'm going to go with uh, E.T., the extraterrestrial, when he finds E.T. in the corn, and E.T.'s got his hands up, and he's like, <laughs> and he's waving his fingers around. I still yeah. hate that scene. <laughs> The noise is what makes it for me. Stop. Is that a murloc from uh, World of Warcraft? That's E.T. Oh, man. I think when uh, Debbie landed in Dallas. Oh, boy. That was a kid's movie? That's not a kid's movie. Oh, what was a movie? It's not an instruction manual either. (laughs) Goodness. I, I don't think I was ever scarred by a kid movie because... I mean, I even started watching horror movies probably around eleven or twelve. Yeah. So I don't think anything well, scars me. I'm just that's I'm not just you know that's not that surprising. I mean, the movies they had back in that day were all pretty tame. I mean, the forties weren't known for anything real scary. Well, you know, like, the twenties we had prohibition. <laughs> all right, that was scary. Let Get my drink on. <laughs> let me put you guys on the spot. What's the most imaginative insult you can come up with right now? I wish I could get to know you worse. <laughs> yeah, man, I I seen better things than you when I uh, eat Mexican and uh, visit the toilet bowl. Jeez, oh, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. That's the best way to end any insult. Uh, is like is something like that. You get the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, what is the what is the weirdest thing a guest has ever done at your house? Uh, took an upper decker. <laughs> and uh, for our listeners who do not know what an upper decker is, uh, uh, Adam was over at my house. And me? Uh, he, he was angry at Maybe me. Maybe some I other guess. Adam. And um, he actually lifted the top of the toilet bowl off and took a dookie, or a duker, sorry, I always get it wrong, took a duker in the top. Do you have an actual uh, story? Yes. Don't you remember when you did that? Adam? That I would never do that. No. Nope. I think you did do that. Nope. <laughs> no, do you have a real one? Well, that's the story I'm going Fake with. News. Fake news. Fake news. Now, this one happened for real. My uh, my cousin, she had a friend that was uh that she was hanging out with. I don't remember his name. And uh he tra- he came in the house and he left his boots on and he tracked mud from from like the entryway through the living room to the couch where he was sitting there. And uh, my dad walks in and he's like He's like, hey, he tracked mud all over here. And he looks down and he, he realizes it. And instead of taking his boots off and, and walking him to the door, he walks back and retracks more mud. But <laughs> but kind of like walking as if he was jumping over stuff, like trying to take big steps. Yeah. yeah, taking big steps, just clomp, 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 just grinding mud into the carpet. And then your dad like, beat the ever living tar out of him. No, he was just kind of sitting, staring in disbelief. <laughs> Have you guys. <laughs> Have you guys seen the meme going around with uh, Quentin Tarantino where he's like in, in a house or something and just kind of randomly walking around the house, different pictures of him like looking at random like, oh, here's a painting on no. the wall. or here. It's, it's been circulating a lot the last few days and it's always stuff like, oh, you know, that feeling when you stay the night at a friend's house and you wake up before everyone else and they're just kind of quietly looking around the house and bored out of your mind. <laughs> Those pictures are pretty funny. <laughs> well, if I stayed over at somebody's house, I'd be like making myself some breakfast. I don't care if anybody's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Do we want to do one more or do we want to call that a geek off? 
I think that was a good geek off. I like it. All right. I've got a lot more of these questions, so we'll we'll throw some more at you next week. We'll save it for next time. Sounds good. And that means it's time to put the lid on the soup. So be sure to listen and subscribe to us over at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. Tune in. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. And, of course, you can hit us up over at digitalsouppodcast.com or any of our social media pages, including at digitalsouppodcast on Twitter. And uh, let us know what you think. Of course, tell a friend about us. And, hey, if you want to leave a tip and you love what you're hearing, head over to our Patreon page. And uh, we might have a little something for you if you do. So that is patreon.com slash digitalsouppodcast. The link to that should also be over on our website. So from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, all of you, thanks for listening. Have an awesome week, and we'll catch you next time. Take care, guys. Sorry, Adam's dad. I didn't mean to wear my boots and walk all through your house. Gator. I knew it was me. He just didn't want to say my name, but I knew it was me. No, no, no. It was not you. It was his his cousin, Mason. (laughs) Mason Chart. Grayson? (laughs) Chart. Jason, Jason yeah. Fart. <laughs> Have you guys met my sister? I'm a shart. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Good night, folks. It's that digital soup podcast. <laughs>